Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Conjunction. All right, our temperatures are going to be falling off down through the lower 40s, but skies are going to be mainly clear. And after a perfect day, it's going to be a perfect evening for us. It gets a little cold during the overnight under the clear skies and with light winds. Temperatures drop to the 30s. will rebound into the mid-50s for Friday with a mixture of clouds and sunshine. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Upper Marlboro 43, Centerville 44, D.C. at 51. Some of us falling to the 30s in the suburbs. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up here on this holiday in Washington, food, family, a chance to give back. So far, Washington struggling some against the Cowboys out in Dallas. It's a 20 to 10 lead with about a quarter left of football. It was a controversial decision 60 years ago. NFL Commissioner Pete Rozelle decided the NFL games would go on after the assassination of JFK. We'll speak with a sports historian to learn more about that coming up at 7.15. Now 7 o'clock. Israel Hamas hostage release expected Friday. They will be 13 in number, all women and children. Kentucky derailment fire extinguished. There's absolutely no intention of us to cut Food, football, and parades this Thanksgiving Day. It lights up my eyes to see her eyes light up. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. Israel strikes Gaza as a four-day ceasefire and hostage deal is delayed at least until Friday with 13 in the first group to be released. Ale David's brother is one of the Hamas hostages. It's a nightmare to wait. We already waited 48 days and we are going to keep waiting. Uh, and we don't know how much. CBS's Natalie Brand. The White House expects at least three Americans to be released as part of the deal, including Abigail Moore Adon, who turns four years old on Friday. President Biden in Nantucket for the Thanksgiving holiday told reporters he thinks he'll be able to say more on Friday. As part of the deal, increased humanitarian aid will also be allowed into war-torn Gaza. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says the war against Hamas will continue. The annual Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade was briefly disrupted by pro-Palestinian demonstrators. Law enforcement is on high alert in the U.S. due to the war between Israel and Hamas. There was increased security at the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Today marked the 97th year of the event in New York. CBS's Chanel Call was there. Eagle Scout Snoopy was the first balloon to take to the skies for New York City's Thanksgiving Day Parade. This is the ninth version of Snoopy, who is the longest-running character balloon with over 40 parade appearances. Some newcomers include Kung Fu Panda and Leo the Lizard from an up coming Netflix film. It's a memory, isn't it? It's a memory for life. There were 25 balloons in all, guided through city streets by hundreds of volunteers. President Biden told NBC when calling in during the parade. about coming together, giving thanks to this country we call home, and thanks to all the firefighters, police officers, first responders, and our troops, some of whom are stationed abroad. And some troops he called this morning. The fire is out after a train derailment and sulfur dioxide gas spill in eastern Kentucky. Residents in nearby Livingston have been allowed to return home. Joe McCann with CSX. The CSX level presence here uh, physically or uh, virtually uh, until the last citizen feels as though you know, they've been accommodated and they've been made whole for anything that you know, has displaced them or any impact. There's, there's absolutely no intention of us to cut and run. 
The cause of the derailment is under investigation. Stock markets closed for the holiday. Now this. Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. It's 7.03 p.m. Happy Thanksgiving Day, November 23rd. It's 48 degrees and temps dropping through the 40s throughout the evening. Good evening, I'm Rich Hunter. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, The top local stories we're following this hour. Many of you are on your way to sit down with family and friends to enjoy the Thanksgiving meal. Some of you may have already done that. It's a day to be grateful for blessings in our life. Maybe this is hard to believe, but two inmates at Maryland's Jessup Prison are especially grateful on this day. That's because they have a chance to earn a college degree. WTOP's Kate Ryan went there to talk to them. The prison doors may have closed at Maryland's Jessup Correctional Institution, but another door has opened for the participants in the Bowie State University degree program there. Jermaine Williams. I'm grateful to be given a second chance to further my education. And Timothy Hawkins on his feelings this Thanksgiving Day holiday. Grateful for the options, the options that I've been given through this program. WTOP first met them in August. Now they're heading into midterms. Williams explains working towards a sociology degree has already made a big difference for him. I'm looking at things from a different view now, like I'm walking a different path. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. We all know a lot of effort goes into preparing a Thanksgiving feast, and some in our area who already have a lot on their plates have gotten some help this year. That story from WTOP's Neil Augenstein. We often say food is medicine here. Carrie Stoltzfus is executive director of Food and Friends. Volunteers here are preparing and delivering 4,500 Thanksgiving meals for people living with life-challenging illnesses. Of course, there's the turkey. Green beans, stuffing, sweet potatoes, squash soup, rolls, pies. Butter corn and collard greens. Of course, cranberry sauce. Got to have cranberry sauce. Executive chef Rashid Abdul. Rahman. I think we can all relate to Thanksgiving challenges. And if you could imagine doing that while you're living with cancer or living with HIV or heart disease or renal failure, it would be a lot to ask. The hope is patients can relax, enjoy the food, and concentrate on feeling and getting well. In Northeast, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. We just want to give gratitude. Enjoying a little earth, wind, and fire there. Another way to give back to the community. WTOP Scott Gelman checked out one D.C. restaurant where the holiday means a long line outside with the goal of supporting the entire community. Happy Thanksgiving. Hi, yes. Happy Can I have a good name? Lauren. Here at Medium Rare in Cleveland Park, co-owner Mark Buecher says almost 100 birds get fried every hour for free. We've got five fryers out here that do two two turkeys each, 20 minutes at a time. And then we've got our fryers inside the restaurant working as well. The annual event is also a fundraiser for his nonprofit, Feed the Fridge. Monica is here because of some advice she got. I didn't want to burn down the house, so that's why I came. David claims his turkey will be better than anyone's. We use a lot of French Creole seasoning. We also had some garlic powder, onion powder, and a whole bunch of other spices. But you just blend it all in. And once the turkey comes out, of the fryer, all that's left to do is enjoy. Happy Thanksgiving from Cleveland Park. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. It's 707, yet another Thanksgiving tradition. The king of D.C. high school football has been crowned in the annual Turkey Bowl at Eastern High School. 
WTOP's Nick Ionelli was there. Dunbar High School came away with the victory, winning the D.C. High School Football Championship, known as the Turkey Bowl, against Ballou High School. The final score, 28-7. Seanetta Dorn's son plays for Dunbar. He is a senior, number 50, and he plays left guard offense. Dunbar lost in the Turkey Bowl last year, and Dorn says she's been waiting all this time to come back and get the win. Last year we was here and we lost, so they know how I feel, but they going out with a bang this year. They have a pretty good team. At Eastern High School, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. The holiday madness is underway as billions of dollars will be spent on gifts between now and Monday. Local retailers have a smorgasbord of options available as well. Small businesses in the DMV have just about anything you may be looking for in a gift. Alexandria's Penny Post has a variety of presents aimed at teachers, including great desk decor and stationery. If candles are more your vibe, Handmade Habitat in Brooklyn has some great selections. A green thumb plants galore at Rewild with locations in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Travel fans can find a unique collection of gifts at Sophisticate Supply in Alexandria. We have a complete list of holiday gifts online at WTOP.com. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. And coming up after traffic and weather, many consumers really want that great bottle of wine. It is 7.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go to Joe Conway in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, Rich. We'll start off on the 50 trip westbound in Maryland across the Chesapeake Bay. They were making traffic a little slow westbound, putting some debris off the uh, span westbound span. And as a result, all three lanes were slowed down as they got things cleared. Traffic is moving again across the bay, as we can see in the traffic cameras. But it's a bit of a slow ride, and that seems to be the cause. Elsewhere in Maryland, still investigating Reg 95 northbound, north of the Beltway, approaching 212. You're staying to the left to get by it with only a brief delay. Earlier crash was on Branch Avenue, southbound near Surratt's Road. We're told it's gone. On the Suitland Parkway, Urek was eastbound as you approach Pennsylvania Avenue under police direction. It's fire department activity in Upper Marlboro blocking up Crimp Station Road, both ways north of Croom Road, and they will handle the direction there. Into Virginia Beltway travel good, 95 through 95, nothing to report as far as incidents or accidents or slowdowns for that matter. Easy pass lanes are southbound. Hoadley Road, Prince William County, your crash was southbound as you head toward Queen Chapel Road. That's in the stretch between Dale Boulevard and the Prince William Parkway. Police were with it. Had some police activity reported in Crystal City along 23rd Street west of Eads Street. And at last report, some police activity still there, but your roadway is reopened. And no longer a need to divert and uh, go around in the neighborhood. I'm Joe Conway, WTOP Traffic. And now let's go to 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Turning cooler for the remainder of the holiday weekend with your next chance of rain, not until around sunset on Sunday. That makes it a pretty solid weekend for us. Here this evening, mainly clear. Temperatures drop through the lower 40s. And by morning, cold will be in the 30s. So if you are going to be hitting any sales or deals out there, take the warm coat and, oh, the gloves too. 50 to 55 degrees with a mixture of clouds and sunshine. More clouds from late morning going through early afternoon. Your high temperature, about 55 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. And right now, we're at 45 in Hyattsville, down to 43 in Fredericksburg, still 51 in Northwest at Foggy Bottom. We've got 48 degrees outside the WTOP studios, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing, terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. 
Here's Bloomberg's Andrew O'Day. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. On many a Thanksgiving table, along with turkey and all the trimmings, is wine. This has been a tough year for much of the wine business, as inflation has prompted many people to trade down from their usual glasses and bottles to more economically priced wines. But what about the not mid-priced? I think you see some of that trade down, but people also want quality and they want an excellent product. David Duncan, CEO of Silver Oak Cellars. For a producer like us, or many of our brethren in Napa and Sonoma, they want to have that great bottle of wine, so... It's a special occasion. Maybe it's not your daily drinking wine. Along with pricier wines for special occasions, something interesting happened during pandemic lockdowns that gave his industry a boost. The explosion of interest in cooking channels and the Food Network and things like that have really changed the approach of many people to fine dining. And if you're going to have fine dining, you've got to have a fine bottle of wine as well. Duncan tells Bloomberg that even in scary economic times, there are moments in which we simply splurge. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Andrew O'Day on WTOP. I'm all behind that. Uh, Coming up on WTOP, it was a controversial decision 60 years ago. NFL Commissioner Pete Rozelle decided that NFL games would go on after the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. Fred Frommer, sports writer and frequent Washington Post contributor, goes in depth with us next. It is 7-12. This report is sponsored by Washington, D.C. BMW Centers. Now through November 30th during the BMW Black Friday sales event. Lease an all-electric 2024 BMW iXX Drive 50 for $6.99 per month. Details at BMWCenters.com. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is a professional membership community representing top, vibrant, and diverse leaders who work together to build strong economic growth for the D.C. region. And now, here's Regional Business Insights with Blue Jenkins, President and CEO of Washington Gas, a member of the Greater Washington Board of Trade. For almost 175 years, Washington Gas has been committed to improving life in the DMV. Safety and reliability are just two reasons why Washington Gas is investing in large-scale modernization of our infrastructure region-wide. When you see us on your streets, this is what we're focused on. Learn more at WashingtonGas.com. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is pro-business and nonpartisan. It is where local leaders work together to drive inclusive, resilient, and sustainable economic growth for the region. Go to BOT.org to learn more about the important issues that Board of Trade members are tackling today. That's BOT.org. It's 713. For more than 50 years, KBR's science and engineering expertise has enhanced our ability to explore, examine, and understand the universe. As a leading provider of technology solutions both on and off the planet, no company is better equipped to solve the challenges of mission-critical operations and health technology than KBR. From launch to landing and everything in between, we are the team behind the mission. For more information and career opportunities, visit KBR.com slash careers. Doing business is a pleasure with a pallet barrel stodge. Grab an automotive treasure, park it in your own garage. For over 40 years, Fair Oaks has believed lower prices and higher standards should be the norm. I'm Melanie Funkhauser, president of Fair Oaks. Right now, get up to 20% off in stock 23 Ram 1500s. See dealer for details. Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Online at fairoaksmotors.com. Coming up, the Commanders were competitive for one half. How's the second half going against the Cowboys? You may not want to know. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. 
Patrick was way behind on his IRS taxes. I was in way over my head. The total amount ended up being somewhere oh, just over $30,000. $30,000. Then the IRS came to collect. Started getting letter after letter. A lien had been filed against me. They were going to basically like hang me completely out to dry. He had to do something. That's when I reached out to Optima Tax Relief. Patrick's life quickly got a lot easier. It was very easy. Pretty much hands off, you know. They picked up the ball and ran with it. And how'd it go? I couldn't believe it. I had to ask like two or three times. I saved an incredible amount of money. How does Patrick feel about Optima? Couldn't be happier. They definitely helped me. Optima Tax Relief, the best place to call. They're the best in the business. Do what Patrick did and call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 715. I'm Rich Hunter. Thanks for being with us. The date was November 23rd, 1963, one day after President John F. Kennedy was assassinated in Dallas. America was in shock. But then National Football League uh, Commissioner Pete Rozelle had something else on his mind. Should the league go ahead with the games the very next day? Rozelle's decision was yes, but it was a decision that did not sit well with a lot of people. Fred Frommer is a sports author and frequent contributor to the Washington Post. He joined WTOP Sean Anderson to talk about why Pete Rozelle decided the NFL should carry on and how America reacted. Football was a game that John F. Kennedy really liked to play. It was the president's game, and um, it was the thing to do in times of tragedy is to move forward with, with activities like this, like sports. But it was seen as pretty transparent, even at the time. Uh, sports writers thought that it was, it was, it was pretty a pretty crass decision, and and really um, criticized him pretty heavily at the time. How did the players react? You know, I think a lot of them felt it was the wrong decision. Um, many didn't say anything publicly at the time because athletes really didn't have a lot of uh, leverage with owners. There, they didn't have a lot of power, and so you didn't see a lot of people at the time say things. But subsequently, they did. They felt that it was probably the inappropriate thing to do. It was hard to get up for a game. Although a few players said, you know, that they it was part of their job and they considered themselves as one player said warriors and they felt they should go forward. But I think a lot of players thought it was just it just didn't seem like the right thing and, and it was hard to get really particularly motivated. Did the fans go to the games or did they stay away? Yeah, they, they did fill the stadiums, uh, surprisingly. Um, you know, many people, thousands of people were upset at Roselle for that decision, but Thousands more attended. You had uh, four of the seven games were sellouts, and back then it wasn't like you to stay where almost every game was sold out. So that was pretty significant. Yankee Stadium, for example, where Pete Rozelle wound up going to the game, he had 63,000 people pack Yankee Stadium for a, a game between the Giants and the Cardinals. Um, the atmosphere was definitely different than a normal game. You didn't have the normal pomp and circumstance. You don't have uh, a, a lot of rah-rah stuff. I think the NFL knew at the very least they couldn't be having a festive atmosphere, and so there wasn't a festive atmosphere. And, in fact, the games were not televised. That was not a decision the NFL made. That was a decision made by the broadcast partner, CBS. They decided that it wouldn't be appropriate to televise the games. You write that Pete Rozelle ultimately regretted the decision to play on. What did he say about that? Uh, yeah, he gave an interview to the New York Times, actually, uh, a couple of years before he died. He mentioned that it was obviously a mistake. I think his motives were probably pretty decent at the time. I mean... 
I don't think he was trying to make money. He, he was a pretty young commissioner, too. He was only 37 when he made that decision. And he was actually known for his really savvy PR skills, which is ironic because this is like you could argue one of the worst PR decisions ever to go forward. I think he realized that he was out of step with the times. He didn't know, you know, this expression, know your audience. And I think he kind of misread the audience, which was the American public. Even though fans went to the games, the, the audience was bigger than just the fans. The audience was all of the United States. Fred Frommer is a sports author and frequent contrib- contributor to the Washington Post. A quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. A ceasefire and hostage and prisoner exchange will begin uh, about midnight our time between Israel and Hamas. And Pro-Palestinian protesters briefly held up the annual Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead where it is now 718. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Joe Conway in the WTOP Traffic Center. Rich, all better at the uh, Bay Bridge. The earlier slowdown was to clear some debris on the westbound span. Lanes available and the delays have eased. 95 northbounds. They're still out with the crash investigation just north of the Beltway before 212. It's along the right, but there is no delay. Beltway is in good shape in Montgomery and Prince George's counties. Had an earlier crash on the Suitland Parkway eastbound near Pennsylvania Avenue. Croom Station Road may still be closed both north and south, just north of Croom Road because of fire department activity. Iamsville vehicle fire was on Route 80, just west of Route 75. Into Virginia, no reports of any problems on the Beltway. 95, 395 in good shape. The easy pass lanes run south. Still out with the crash in uh, Prince William County on Hoadley Road southbound between the Prince William Parkway and Dale Boulevard under police direction. I'm Joe Conway, WTOP Traffic. And now let's go to 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Your First Alert weather team for this holiday weekend tracking just some weak weather makers. No strong system expected, but we will have one coming into the area tomorrow, giving us more clouds and slightly cooler conditions. Now here this evening, our temperatures will drop down into the lower 40s by morning 30s to start. Still, skies mainly clear, but from late morning through early afternoon, mostly cloudy skies and temperatures cooler in the low to mid-50s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now we've got 46 in Gaithersburg, 46 in Arlington, down to 45 in Lanham. We've got 47 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Lend the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, another high-profile individual has been accused of sexual assault. We will have those details next. It is uh, 721. Everyone deserves to enjoy a McRib at least once in their lifetime. Because when you're this saucy and tangy and tasty, a life without one creates a serious case of FOMO. The McRib is back. Don't miss the classic you've been craving. Get a McRib, filet of fish or Big Mac, and get another for a dollar. Or mix and match. Prices and participation may vary. Valid for item of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, I'm Patricia Farrick, president of FVC Bank. With me today is Bill Horan, CEO of Realty Exchange Corporation. Bill, as a valued customer of FVC Bank, please tell us about your business. Thank you, Trish. Realty Exchange Corporation is a local qualified intermediary for 1031 exchanges. Since 1990, we've helped thousands of clients with 1031 exchanges, allowing them to defer their capital gains tax on the sale of their investment real estate. In the 1031 
one exchange process, we hold clients' real estate proceeds in escrow. And FVC Bank is our trusted partner helping us with our clients' 1031 escrows. Thank you, Bill. FVC Bank appreciates the great relationship we have with Realty Exchange Corporation. Take it from me, folks. Bill Horan of Realty Exchange Corporation. FVC Bank is the bank to use. We value FVC Bank as a trusted partner, and you will too. Visit FVCBank.com. That's FVCBank.com. Member FDIC. Rise and shine. Time to get your day moving. 7 News is on your side. From the moment you wake up, bringing you local news you need to prepare for the day and get out the door on time. Every minute of every morning, 7 News is on your side. This is WTOP News. It's 723. New York City Mayor Eric Adams has now been accused in a legal filing of sexually assaulting a woman in 1993. The three-page court document does not provide details of the alleged assault, but names Adams, the Transit Bureau, the New York Police Department, and the New York Police Department Guardians Association as defendants. A City Hall spokesman says the mayor does not know the person making the accusation and denied the claim. The FBI, meanwhile, is investigating Adams' 2021 campaign. Agents seized his phones and raided the home of his chief campaign fundraiser, Jim Crisula, CBS News. A number of high, other high-profile figures have, are also being sued ahead of the deadline to file lawsuits under a New York law that suspended time constraints on claims involving allegations of sexual misconduct for one year. Besides Eric Adams, other defendants who are expected to be sued include Axel Rose, Cuba Gooding Jr., and Jamie Foxx. On Tuesday, Bill Cosby was also sued by a woman claiming she was drugged and sexually assaulted by the actor back in the 1980s. The New York Adult Survivors Act... Revive the window to bring sexual misconduct claims for one year. It closes at midnight tonight. A children's snack that was recalled a week ago is still on some store shelves. The FDA says that Wanabana applesauce pouches, which were recalled in October, are still being sold at Dollar Tree stores in multiple states. There have been more than 50 reports of kids between the ages of one and four who've gotten sick with lead poisoning linked to the puree pouches so far. While the FDA did not specify in which states the stores are selling them, they did say that they should not be for sale and could be contaminated with lead. Jen Clark CBS News. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. All right, Steve, give us the bleak news. Well, they kept it close for a half. Let me see. You got to start off with a positive, but unfortunately, we're in the fourth quarter under seven and a half to go. Commanders trailing the Cowboys 31 to 10 earlier today. Green Bay down Detroit 29 to 22. Coming up shortly, the finale of today's triple header will be San Francisco at Seattle. Over to women's college basketball. Earlier today, the Maryland women fell to number 23 Washington State 87 to 67. After the game, head coach Brenda Freeze on the need for better chemistry. There's some areas that we're improving on with the rebounding. Uh, we got to the free throw line. We we took care of the basketball, but um, that chemistry piece is is missing. Terps dropped to two and three. They'll next face Wisconsin Green Bay coming up tomorrow afternoon at 1.30. In Puerto Rico, West Virginia remaining undefeated at 4-0. They down George Washington 